Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm Rob Shooter, and it is Monday. I love Mondays. The start of a new week. Lots of possibilities. Anything could happen. And so let's all decide that our best days are ahead of us, not behind us. I decide that. I make that choice every single day. And you know what? It really helps. It really does help. Our best days, honestly, naughties, are ahead of us. Hey, let's jump into the show. What time is it, my friends? It is tea time. Our friend Garrett is off today, so it's just us naughties. But don't worry, we've got a ton of gossip, including some personal gossip. On Friday night, I met Miss D for a drink at Bottino's, and then we went up to Midtown to a restaurant, Fresco by Scotto's, one of my favourite restaurants in New York City. It's owned by Rosanna Scotto, my friend, on Good Day New York. And we're going uptown, Miss D, uh, myself, we're in a, a taxi and we're going to meet our friends, Alex and Sarah. And so two minutes before we rock up at the restaurant, I get a text from Alex. Wendy Williams is there. Oh, I love Wendy. I used to do her show maybe like two, three times a month. I was a regular on her show and it was on for over 10 years. So I certainly did it a lot. So we walk into the restaurant. I see Alex. I see Sarah. Hello, hello, hello. And there out of the corner of my eye is Wendy, who screams with delight. She was so happy to see me. That felt good. And we went over to say hello to Wendy. Well, that was the start of the night. Wendy, I think, was a bit lonely. She was sitting by herself, just Wendy and her bodyguard. And um, I think it was her driver, actually, driver slash bodyguard. So Wendy said, come and join me. And so I said, I'm with my friends and I'm not leaving them. And Wendy was like, no, everybody. So we all went over to Wendy's table. 
We had a bite. We had some drinks. We had a really fun night. And then when we were getting ready to say goodbye, Wendy didn't really want us to leave. So she was like, let's go to a bar. So we went to a bar around the corner. Can you imagine? When we walked in with Wendy Williams, the place exploded. People went insane. They were sending drinks and coming over and taking selfies. So we spent about an hour at this bar. It was really, really fun. And then Wendy threw us all into her car and took us to her apartment. So we ended up in Wendy Williams' apartment having a really good night. It's nice to see Wendy doing well. We've read so much about her. We've seen all the gossip. We've seen all the reports. She looked well and she seemed to be doing well. It still makes me so sad about how it all went down. She told me now that she has changed her name to her. She is Wendy Williams Hunter. She has taken back her husband's name and added that. It's her ex-husband. They had a breakup and now she's using his name I asked why and if she was back with with Kevin Hunter her, her ex and she rolled her eyes and giggled and then she told me too she's leaving New York I know so she thinks in about two or three weeks she's gonna leave New York she asked Miss D if she would help her sell her furniture she had a lot of furniture in this apartment, so she's talking to Miss D about putting it all online, and she's moving to California, where she claims she's going to do a new show. I'm not sure that is totally accurate, but, Wendy, we are wishing you nothing but the best. Let's jump into even more gossip. So this is coming out of London this morning. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's demands could create chaos at King Charles's coronation. So Meghan and Harry are allegedly demanding a place on the Buckingham Palace balcony during King Charles's coronation, and they also want their kids acknowledged, their two kids acknowledged during the festivities. So let me explain. That balcony is the place where they all come out after the weddings, after the big events, and they wave at all the hundreds of thousands of people that are gathered outside the palace. You remember it from Princess Diana's wedding. You remember it from the Jubilee. You remember it from Meghan and Harry when they got married, and also William and Kate. You know that balcony shot? It's really famous. Well, they're no longer members of the working royal family, so at the coronation, after they all go back to Buckingham Palace, William and Kate, Charles and Camilla, their children, they'll all come out on the balcony as one united family. His brother definitely will not be coming out, that naughty Andrew, so we don't want any part of him. But also, too, Harry and Meghan were not scheduled to come out on the balcony. They were there taking that as a snub, and they want to be part of that. It does feel, you could go either way, couldn't you? Part of me feels they want it both ways. They don't want to be in the royal family, but yet they want the big photo op. I get it. But then part of me too is, oh, that's the big deal. They want to be in the picture. Why not? Coming in the picture, if you want to be in the picture, why not just bring them out and let them take the photograph? Now, people that are angry with them are not going to agree with me. People that are angry with Harry and Meghan, particularly my mommy, hello, 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 and lots of people in England, in the United Kingdom, they're not happy with them. So they're not really going to want to see them on the balcony. They might be even annoyed by it. But I think if this can bring a family together... A photograph. Why are we standing on ceremonies? Now, some people would argue the royal family is nothing but a ceremony. That's what it is. It's tradition. And breaking these traditions is something they don't do. Remember 
when Princess Diana died and Queen Elizabeth wouldn't lower the flag over Buckingham Palace and it got her in a ton of trouble and protocol dictates it should not be lowered. It's not lowered when Princess Diana dies. That's not the protocol. However, the public felt it was the right thing to do out of respect. So I do think traditions can change. They can adapt. We don't want to go back to the 40s or the 50s, which we look like um, through rose-coloured glasses. We think those years are magical. No, they were magical for some people, but not everybody. So I'm sort of a, a big fan here of evolving, traditions changing. And I personally think if they want to go on the balcony, and this brings some sense of peace to the family, do it. People that disagree with me, my sources in Britain are pushing back and saying, no, if you give in to bullies, which is really what they bizarrely think Meghan and Harry are. And it's odd, isn't it? Because Harry and Meghan think they're bullies, think the royal family are bullies. They're both using the same language to describe one another. So they're saying if you give in to Harry and Meghan, they're going to want more and more. We know what that's like, isn't it? When you give someone an inch, they sometimes take a mile. So the invites have gone out. And now Harry and Meghan are mulling over whether or not they should make the... It's over 5,000 miles. It's a, it's a trip to the UK. Get this too. Harry has been asked to give the UK's home office... It's a government office in the UK, at least a month's notice if he plans to travel across the pond so they can determine what security detail he needs. He no longer has his royal security because he left the working family. So if you leave the job, you don't get the perks. When I left jobs, I no longer got the perks. That's, that's leaving the job. What makes things so complicated here is it's not just a job, it's a family, isn't it? So they need about a month to make sure that he is secure. That's the last thing they want to happen. Oh, my goodness. That would be terrible. And obviously, in this dangerous world we live in, they are a big target, but I know everything will be done to make sure they are safe. I hope they go. I hope they take their kids. I hope that they find some sort of peace here. Oh, another little detail we're, we're finding out from the Times of London is that William and Kate's children, George, Charlotte and little Louis, will have a role in the ceremony. They're expected to be in the gold state coach behind the king and the queen as they are transported to the coronation. And now uh, sources inside London are saying that the three kids will have a major role in the coronation. This is only going to make Harry and Meghan even more angry. But do you change your plans because you're scared of what other people will say? Very complicated. And even though it's a royal family, at the end of the day, it's still family dynamics, isn't it? I have this in my family. My eldest sister, Betty, oh my goodness, we have to walk on eggshells around her. If we do something she doesn't like, oh, it's not pretty. Do you have that in your family? And let's get to our poll question of the day. Harry and Meghan, their demands could create chaos at King Charles's coronation. Will they do it on purpose? Do you think this is on purpose? So that's what that's what everyone's asking me privately. Even Wendy at Drinks wanted to gossip all about the royals. And she was like, are they deliberately doing this to get attention or to upset them or payback? Is it revenge? Do they want to blow Charles's big day because of the way they were treated? What do you think? Well, it's a big question, isn't it? Go vote. 
on our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob, our Facebook page Naughty Gossip, and be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. This story is fascinating. Any parents out there are going to certainly know how this feels. Heard a copy is saying that her daughter is struggling with all the attention that's on her sister, her little sister, after she was hospitalised, basically saying, see me. So Hoda is giving insight into what the last few, three, two weeks have been like for her older daughter, Hayley Joy. She said, we fall short. We all do that as parents, as human beings. Hope hasn't been feeling great. That's her youngest daughter. And all the attention on hope. And Haley is wondering, like, I'm here. See me. I need something to carry me. Do what you're doing for hope. The mom asked everybody, how do you do this? How do you make everybody feel seen? She said, as a parent, it's weird, but I feel like I almost got resilience in life because of that. You don't expect to always be seen and heard. This for me is one of the definitions of love. We talk on this podcast that love is not a feeling, it's an action. You feel love because of the way people treat you, the things they do, their actions towards you. You know, Bruce sometimes gets me a cup of tea and I feel loved. Bruce, my husband, or buys me some flowers and I feel loved. However, what he does the most and makes me know that I'm loved is that he sees me. When we talk, we look each other in the eyes. When you've lived with somebody a really long time, it's easy to look through them or look past them. We don't do that. We definitely look at each other. We make each other feel seen. And now Hoda's trying to do this for her two daughters. It's not easy. Growing up, because my arm was damaged as a little boy, I felt seen by everybody, too seen. Everybody was always staring at me because I had a walking stick or my arm in a sling. My sister Christine went through this. All the attention when I was born was on me because my arm was damaged. And so everybody rallied around, oh, that poor little boy. Oh, my goodness, poor Robert. Oh, that little, little poor soldier. My mum used to call me a little broken soldier and it made Christine feel totally invisible it's a really complicated thing I know Hoda's only trying to do her best here but it ain't easy hey moving along Gwyneth Paltrow is defending her diet after criticism she's revealing that she eats far more than bone broth and vegetables although a few days ago she wasn't exactly saying that. So she's defending her diet after lots of criticism. She's addressing the backlash she faced after discussing her wellness routine. It starts each day with a cup of coffee. Uh, then for lunch, she has some bone broth, which is basically just the water in the soup. No chicken, no vegetables, just, just water. It's like coloured water. And then she has vegetables for dinner. Now, she is saying she thinks it's really important for everybody to know that on the podcast, she was she was talking to a doctor. And she said this stuff has been worked on for two years now to deal with some chronic stuff that she's going through. Gwyneth continued to explain that she has long-term COVID and one of her symptoms is inflammation. So she said lots of cooked vegetables that can really be positive and have a really good positive effect on her. But she wants everybody to know that she does eat more than this. Gwyneth, it is tricky, isn't it? Because you are... 
You are an expert now in this field. You are known for your advice on health, but you're not a doctor. And so when people take advice from celebrities, even if they mean well, and I, I'm going to give Gwyneth the benefit of the doubt here and say that she does mean well, but when you talk about just eating bone broth and vegetables and really nothing else, people listen to that. Young girls listen to that. And it's dangerous. It's not healthy. And so I'm glad that she's setting the record straight. I'm sorry she's being so defensive. But that's Gwyneth. She's not going to change. Hey, quickly, before we go to break, Drew Barrymore says that Hugh Grant's grumpiness at the Oscars was his way of showing love. Oh, Drew. So Drew's known him a really long time. And she said, that's his way of loving you. It's funny because... The lot of stuff is going on about him and Ashley Graham. That was the model on the red carpet who asked him a question. And Drew said, oh, he's such a curmudgeon. And she said, no, no, no. He's grumpy and you fall in love with grumpy Hugh. He's hilarious and a good human being. No, he's rude. You're making excuses. Some people are saying, oh, he's British. That's how British people are. They're not. I'm British. I'm not rude to people. If you don't want to do red carpet interviews, if you want to act like that, don't do them. Nobody's forcing you. There's a side door. You do not have to talk to the press. Treating people like that is just bad. It's like people that are rude to waiters, waitresses, and think it's funny. Is that being is that being hilarious? Is that being a curmudgeon? Is that being grumpy? No. It's being rude. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. No rudeness here. And we will be right back. Welcome back to the Naughty But Nice Show. Hey, I love flying through these shows with you. Sometimes I worry when it's just me and you that we're not going to have enough to talk about. Am I crazy? Of course we do. Hey, let's get to the polls. Da, da, da. Brian Cox, big actor, British actor on Succession, is saying that Meghan Markle knew exactly what she was getting into when she married Prince Harry. Is he right? Let's have a look. Oh, 70% said yes. He is right. You agree. She knew exactly what she was getting into. And if she didn't, shame on Harry. You have to warn people. When I married Bruce, I warned him about my family. I told him the truth. I was like, you got to, you know, this one's this and that one's that and make your own judgments. But you have to warn them. You have to sit down and explain this stuff. And so I think she knew. Don't forget to vote. On today's poll, go to our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob or our Facebook page Naughty Gossip and be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. And now it's time for our nicest of the day. Taylor Swift shared a backstage pass that she made just for her dad ahead of her tour. So she shared this really adorable homemade backstage pass that she created especially for her dad. The pass reads, quote, D-O-H pass. It's in gold lettering and it stands for dad of headliner. She's the headliner and he is her dad. It's written clearly in Taylor's handwriting and it also says all access on the pass. Oh, it's so cute. Taylor also captioned the pictures. We are a small family business, not so small, Taylor Swift, and said, 
made my dad's tour credentials. So when you go backstage at one of these pop concerts, you get a pass to get backstage and all access. Because he's her dad, he has the best pass of all that she literally made with her own hands. It's adorable. Her tour has started. I hear it is fantastic. She's hitting the road right now and has just released Four brand new unreleased songs. Hey, Taylor Swift, you're our nicest of the day and now our naughtiest of the day. Naughty, 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 naughty. Prince Andrew's tell-all book is being talked about regularly because he wants to generate some much-needed cash. So Prince Andrew's tell-all book, the rumour, has reared its ugly head again in Britain and now they are worried that the naughty royal is looking to make some money. So sources say Andrew looked at Spare, that's Harry's book, and realised, my goodness, Harry made a lot of money on that book and he thinks he can do the same thing. Problem is... He ain't Harry. What he has been accused of, the sexual lawsuit that he settled, his relationship with Jeffrey Epstein, also his wife Sarah Ferguson. She has a romance novel out at the moment and it's doing quite well. So he's looking at Fergie, he's looking at Harry, and he's in complete denial about who he is and thinks he can have a piece of that. Absolutely no chance. One senior publisher tells me they wouldn't touch his book with a barge pole. Naughtiest of the day, let's end with a moment of rub. You get a rub, you get a rub, you get a rub, you get a rub. Who is the future you? And what would that person say to you right now? I often think about that. Who's the future me? Who do I want to be? What do I want my life to look like? What time do I get out of bed? Where do I go for dinner? Am I happy? Do I sing each day? What makes me laugh? I write down quite often what I want my future self to be. And then I find a way of making that happen. Who is the future you? Hey, that is it for today. Thank you so much for listening to The Naughty But Nice with Rob Show, a production of iHeartRadio. Don't forget to subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. Leave us a review if you want. Now, Miss D is co-hosting tomorrow, so we'll really get into all the Wendy gossip. So if you if you have any questions about what that was like ending up at her apartment, I think I have a picture sitting on her purple throne that she took from the show. We shall talk about that tomorrow. And remember, if you're going to be naughty, you've got to be nice. It's naughty but nice with Rob. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. 
That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.